This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. It is so good that I actually played it twice. What's going on, guys? What are we up to? Episode like 96,000 or something like that? I don't know. Whatever. 34? I don't even know what episode number we're going on. Man, we climbing. We climbing, bro. We're climbing. You know what? You know what I did before the show? I checked how how many episodes we had, so I was going to write it down. I said, nah, I'll remember it. I don't remember how many episodes were in the the can. Ambry, what is going on? Honey, how are you guys? What's going on? <laughs> Amory, Amory, Amory. I played the theme music after their our opening song just ended. For those radio and TV buffs out there that loves uh, TV and radio and all that stuff, what what introduction is that from? Bax, do you know? Ah uh, man, it sounds it sounds like some type of news channel or some type of something news platform or something man i don't know it sounds familiar man like like it's right on the tip of my tongue yeah, right there at the tip inside of the tongue edition. it's inside edition inside edition we have a celebrity on our show i've been bragging on you all week oh <laughs> there you go inside edition amory 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 <laughs> how in the world did you end up on inside edition how in the world I am did that happen? So excited! <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's so crazy. So I'm literally on my way to work, and I get a call from one of my employees. Now, this part is so funny because my employee tells me that Lady Gaga is actually coming. <laughs> so I'm thinking that Lady Gaga is actually coming to my store. So I'm so excited. I'm like, I can't believe it. Lady Gaga is coming to my store. Thank God. I actually wore the snakeskin boots today. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I was like, I woke up and put on snakeskin boots. I mean, what would be like the odds of doing that? So I get to work. I'm so excited. I walk in and Lady Gaga is not coming. <laughs> it wasn't Lady, <laughs> Lady Gaga. It was Inside Edition. That's who was coming because they were doing um, a interview on French Bulldogs because Lady Gaga just got her bulldog stolen, which is absolutely horrible. I can't believe that. Yeah. So when you, you are so excited, you are so excited enough to text me and Bax in the middle of the day. And he was like, oh my God, oh my God, Lady Gaga's coming to my store. And I'm thinking like, that's awesome. But didn't she like, why is she coming to your store? And she was in Italy doing some sort of video or whatever movie or whatever she was doing. And I'm saying to myself, well, well, you know what? It's Lady Gaga. You know, maybe she stays in Italy for a day and she flies home, private jet. You know, I mean, you know, she's Lady Gaga. What do you expect? So I'm sitting there like, oh, that's awesome. And then, Amber, you sent a picture to me and Bax with uh, the, the camera crew and, uh, and a couple <laughs> other people. Laughing. Yeah. And, and you didn't, like, correct it. And I'm sitting there. I'm yeah. looking at the picture. I was like, that's that's Lady Gaga because of course they, everybody's wearing winter coats and uh, everybody had their face masks on all that stuff social distancing in the picture so I'm saying to myself well this blonde girl looked like Lady Gaga I was like 
But I said, that, nah, I don't know. Maybe Lady Gaga didn't have her makeup on. So I don't know what Lady Gaga looks like in like real life or a real photograph without doctored up. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, is that Lady Gaga? Amory, what happened after that? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm actually dying over here. Well, okay. So what I, t- I guess I must have forgot to tell you that in between all of this, that it wasn't Lady Gaga that was actually coming. It was Inside Edition. So when I took the picture, I took the picture with Inside Edition and I <laughs> sent it to you guys. Must have forgot to write P.S. <laughs> yes. It's Inside Edition. And but you know what? I was honest. I mean, I could have played that out for like at least a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, you know what? Do you know? How- so listen. I was in travel. I was on airplanes. I was in airports, and I was ragging on you so hard. And I was telling everybody <laughs> that that was Lady Gaga. <laughs> so yeah, she yeah, the lady on my. We got a new addition to our podcast. Her name was Anne Marie, and she was with Lady Gaga. So I'm gonna have to untell, or they're probably listening to us because a few people from the airport added us, and they liked our. But you know what? That's still that's still big. That was Inside Dish Edition doing a story about Lady Gaga. And I'm pretty sure Lady, Lady Gaga is going to see it. Yes. And you know what? The best part is, is <sighs> I really still had those snakeskin oh, The snakeskins. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't actually, you personally were not interviewed, but you were in the background playing no. with the puppies. And the first thing I right. saw was those boots. And then they did a wide, like a, you know, like a far away distance shot. And there you are, you know, uh, you know, crouching down, playing with the dogs and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, look yeah. at those boots. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Lady Gaga, if you're like hearing this, I had my rabbit um, uh, scarf on. I mean, I really did it up and I didn't even know you were coming and I still did it up. So that should count for something. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be very interesting if Lady Gaga was listening to this podcast because I, I think I have a better chance of getting pregnant than uh, Lady Gaga listening to the podcast. But I could be wrong. Well, you know what? If you're listening, I absolutely love you, girl. Yes, I always love, I love Lady Gaga. i never been to her concerts. Ever since the first song, my first song was Poker Face back in like 07, 08, around there. And I and I worked the night shift when I was working for uh, the, the previous company I worked for. And uh, I was a manager. And, uh, and I used to crank up that song in the middle of the evening time uh, driving home from work like around one two o'clock in the morning and i just i don't know poker face was like the the, the beginning of lady gaga and then you know then he, all the other songs came out afterwards but that out of all the lady gaga songs, that's my hands down my favorite yeah I, you know what i just love the way she dresses i mean she she just she doesn't care she's who she is and that's what i just love about yeah. her oh yeah i think my first wild uh <clears throat> outfit that she was wearing was the uh, meat uh, outfit. I don't know. Was it through like a video music awards or some sort of, you know, uh, concert, not a concert, but it was a award show and she was wearing a, right. a meat dress. And I was like, wow, that's very creative and interesting. And how they did that. If that was real meat that I don't know, but then, you know, right. I, I think she became a little more conservative over the years, which I do highly respect. And uh, she, uh, I, I just, I liked how she changed over the years. I know she's been through, you know, a tough time in her life and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I mean, whoever thought Lady Gaga and like, was it Tony Bennett? Didn't she uh, do like a Christmas album with Tony Bennett uh, many years later? Uh, I don't know, actually. I'm not really sure. I think. But, but you know what? She she actually does. Like, she loves like 
a lot of like the older, um, like, you know, like, uh, like the twenties and 30, like singers and like actors, you know, actors and actresses. Like she likes the older stuff. Like I've, I've heard her in like interviews and stuff like that. Like, yeah. so I wouldn't, she, she could have done something like that. Yes. Like, it, you know. it was Tony Bennett. Uh, thank you to uh, yeah. Google. I just typed in those first few letters and the first thing came out was Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. So let's, let's, uh, without further ado, can we uh, play the, uh, the audio from uh, Inside Edition? Lady Gaga's wounded dog walker is speaking out today from his hospital bed and paid tribute to the French bulldog Asia. Four days ago, while a car sped away and blood poured from my gunshot wound, an angel trotted over and laid next to me. My panicked screams calmed as I looked at her. I cradled Asia as best I could. Ryan Fisher posted images from the hospital room, including this photo that shows him on a ventilator in critical condition after being shot in the chest. Lady Gaga's two stolen French bulldogs have now been safely returned after police say a good Samaritan not involved with the dog napping found the two dogs in an alley tied to a pole in this neighborhood near downtown Los Angeles. The woman says she recognized the dogs from the media coverage. We're also learning more about the police investigation. The night of the shooting, Fisher apparently stepped into Elmore Wine and Spirits on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. He walked another seven blocks with Gaga's three beloved French bulldogs, where he was ambushed and shot in the chest. The location where the woman who found the two dog-napped pooches on Friday night has not been revealed, but we know she turned in the dogs to a police station six miles away from the ambush scene. Owner Gary Nuttleman breeds French bulldogs at New York Breeders in White Plains, New York. He says dog-nappers tried to break in last year. He also says stolen French bulldogs are one of the most sought-after dogs on the dark web. There was a very big black market because of the ease to take care the size, the amount of exercise it needs. When it comes to popularity of a French Bulldog, I would have to say it's probably one of the number one scam dogs in the country. That's crazy, man. Yeah, Those Frenchies are, them Frenchies are very popular. They're like very cool dogs. I mean, we spoke about that, you know what I'm saying, prior on the other show, but that was crazy, man. Yeah, now we... Didn't, yeah, I remember you talking about you want a Frenchie. Even even before Amory even came on the show, you wanted to do a, a French Bulldog a uh, long time ago. It was about five, yeah. six episodes ago or something like that, seven episodes ago. You were talking about that type of dog you wanted. I was looking for them, but, you know, they were like six, 7,000, man. But, you know. So are they going that? How much, uh, Amory, I mean, you're in the business. Uh, how much is the uh, dogs going for these days? I mean, French bulldogs can range, you know. I mean, they can go anywhere from, you know, 5,000 and they can go all the way up to 10,000. I mean, French bull, you know, from colors, you know. You know, there's there's black, there's black brindle, there's fawn, there's fawn water black bass, there's uh, blues, there's uh, merles, you know, there's all different colors. So, um, and, and uh, you know, uh, also, you know, French bulldogs usually only have, you know, two to three puppies. They have to be artificially inseminated. They have to have C-sections. Yeah, I heard A lot of times the, the mother doesn't, um, you know, take care of the pups. So uh, the breeder has to uh, nurse the pups themselves. They have to keep them warm. They have to keep them in an incubator. I mean, there's a lot to go into a French bulldog. And that's why French bulldogs are a lot of money. Wow. Did you get a lot of um, influx? How many dogs did you have? And uh, did you get an influx of uh 
people coming in and buying? Yeah, I mean, you know, French Bulldogs um, are always uh, puppies that, you know, sell. I mean, people love French Bulldogs only because, you know, they're great apartment dogs, uh, you know, and people, a lot of people in the city uh, do get them. Um, and not only are they great um, apartment dogs, but, you know, they're great with children. So, you know, most people do have uh, families, you know. So that's, you know, there's nothing more to say. I mean, uh, they're, I've never heard of a French bulldog attacking, you know. They're just, right. they're just very sweet, lovable dogs. Are they, are they hard to potty train or housebreak or whatever? No. I mean, no dog is hard to train. Um, you know, uh, the trainer is the person that's hard to train. Um, so as long as you take uh, the steps that you know, a, a good trainer tells you to do. Mm -hmm. um, a puppy shouldn't take any uh, any more than four to six weeks to be trained, you know, for potty training. Wow. Yeah, yeah when we got into LaBeast, or AKA Noki, that's my dog's given name, but we call it LaBeast. <clears throat> we got him when he was eight weeks, we got him through a friend of ours that had a litter of puppies. And uh, it's, a, it's a Havanese uh, type dog. That's what LaBeast is. And uh, they're, they're a hot, hot commodity, I heard as well. They're pretty uh, popular dogs. But uh, yeah, it only took roughly about, not even, probably about three to four weeks to really get him potty trained because we did the crate and we, you know, uh, we put him there during the daytime. But within within about four to six weeks or so, give or take, we haven't had any issues. Besides, he got sick one week. Uh, we had uh, we had somebody watch the dog and they uh, fed the dog bacon and I think it upset his stomach. And uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, too friendly. <laughs> but thank goodness we had wood floors, so it was easy to clean up. But uh, yeah. I would definitely, uh, I, my dog, LaBeast, he's definitely a good dog. And on the other hand, I know other people are still having issues trying to house train their dogs. So I guess, again, maybe it's the trainer or maybe it's just the, the breed itself. I don't know, but. Yeah, I mean, honestly, basic training is I eat here, I sleep here, I go to the bathroom here. I mean, and you have to continually, you know, do that every single day. Um, and as long as you do that every single day, you'll see that the puppy will, you know, automatically go here for food, right. you know, automatically go here to sleep and then automatically go here to go to the bathroom. And, you know, you always have to crate train because if you don't crate train, A, the puppy's not going to have its own space. Um, and B, you're just going to have a mess all over your house. So you have to have a, an area where you're containing the puppy, you know, and then you're going to open new areas. So once the puppy learns to go to the bathroom in that certain area, then you can open up now maybe your living room, uh, living room area. And as long as the puppy continues to go to the bathroom where it's supposed to, then you can open up, say, now the kitchen area or the dining room area. And you'll continue to do that um, until you're able to open up the whole entire house. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I said, hmm, that's, that's pretty uh, knowledgeable. That's pretty good knowledge. That's puppy training 101. Yeah. With uh, with our dog, you know, we had, we, uh, my friend Jen and Brian, let me borrow their uh, crates for the, you know, the first, the, the first like four to six weeks, whatever it was. And uh, at one point we had the crate and we just left the door open and the dog knew that was his hangout place. And uh, he curled up in there with the door wide open. He went on there on his own, which was really awesome. And then the other thing we did for t uh, that, uh, my uh, another family member has a dog. They uh, they every time when the dog goes to the bathroom, you say either you know go potty or uh, you know or you know whatever whatever keyword you use like go potty, and you praise the dog after their uh, after the dog went. They get to know you know that's their spot, and it worked out for us. I don't know if it works out for everybody, but that worked out for us. So we were very fortunate that Labiste uh, was potty trained real quick. 
you always want to go to the same area right. and you always want to use a reinforce, you know, a reinforcement, which is the treat. The treat is the reinforcement. Yes. Yeah. We didn't have to do treats. It didn't, right. it, it didn't really uh, make a difference to him, but he was, so Labise is mm-hmm. a, a good dog. I do have to say. And now, uh, you know, it was funny. We had to give right. back the uh, cage back to our friends because they were uh, rescuing another dog, whatever the situation was. And, uh, Apparently, uh, uh, LaBeast was very upset that the cage was gone. And uh, you know, now he's got his own little pet bed and he sleeps in it every night in the middle of the night. I'll be out there. And then when I walk out like in the middle of the night to get something to drink or something like that, I'll actually uh, walk past him and he'll actually roll on his back and he wants me to pet his stomach. But uh, usually... Yep, yep, LaBeast is right here. But, uh, yeah, so he'll he'll want his belly rubbed and all that stuff. I don't know what that means behind it, you know, what a dog means, but he likes his belly rub. He, he rolls over. Right, and you actually just said it, which I actually said before was, is that they love the crate because it's their own area. And you said when you gave the crate away or gave it back, he was actually sad because... Yeah. His space was gone. Right. Like that's their space because they are pack animals and they're den animals. So that was his den area, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. LaBeast, LaBeast is uh, actually jumping up on me right now as we speak. But uh, anyways, I hate to say this, but uh, I didn't have any luck. No luck. I'm changing the subject. We're done talking about dogs. <laughs> I didn't have any luck last <laughs> week. Remember we talked about, hey, this is a good time, folks. Back up an episode because this is like a soap opera, so we always talk about what we did last week versus the the week prior and all that stuff we always bring up. So Chris Roach, I sent him a message on Facebook about uh, his, uh, you know, what we talked about in uh, his song, Ronkonkomo. Well, guess what? I did not get any response back. Sorry, AJ. Nope. Sorry. He didn't even open it. You know, on Facebook Messenger, you know, you get that little red, you know, little icon saying that they saw it. I didn't even get that. Didn't even get that. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Man, he's a busy man. Uh, it only takes two seconds to read a message. Gee whiz. But <laughs> he didn't read it. He didn't read it. So, oh, well. Sorry, Chris Roach. Well, maybe maybe he'll see it this week. So let's let's go back next week. When we go back next week, we'll, we'll see... We'll ask you, and we'll see if he read it. Well, how I'm about- thinking he's going to read it next week. Okay, maybe he'll read it next week. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, do what you suggested. What did he suggest to me a little while ago? Okay, I'm going to say it. What do you think, Bax? I said because I'm a girl, and I do have, you know, girl parts. I was thinking <laughs> that he would open it if I sent it before AJ would send it. I mean, what do you think about that, Bax? Mm. <laughs> so I really feel like, depending on what kind of guy he is, but if since you since I believe that you guys know him or a little, know a little bit more about him than I do, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, kind that's of. what I'm saying. You know, we're, we're not saying we're sending girl parts, but we're saying it's maybe in the title. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying because I'm a girl with girl parts that... Maybe he in- would open it way before he would open AJ's, which is a guy with guy parts. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, okay. Because I'm a girl. I thought you were going to yeah. like tease him and say, hey, look oh. what I'm sending you. You want to get it sometimes? No, sometimes. I show him this cuteness. Yeah, sometimes you got to send a woman to get the job done. 
You know what I'm saying? Especially when yes. it's a when it's a man that they're trying to get get the attention. We trying to get the attention from. Sometimes you got to send a woman to get a job done. So I, I yep. understand the theory. I yep. definitely do. Let's right. try it. Let's try even, it. Even, even though I could still be wearing a suit with a tie, AJ, I could still get this job done. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, you get that job done. Get that job done. Okay. All right. I'm putting the task so We'll for you. ask the same question next okay. week. <laughs> next week. All right. Well, <laughs> give somebody the, to uh, listen to our podcast next week. So. But anyways, let's right. uh, let's let's all right, let's forget about Chris Roach right now. So, I know last week you were said you were having issues with your car. Do you have any updates on that? Oh God. Okay, so my fear, my worst fear has happened. Okay, so six months ago, I had a little accident. Um, so my sunroof was open, water went pouring in it because we had like a like a storm, like you've never seen before. And I was looking out the window, watching the storm. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Oh my God, you hear that coming down? I think that's hell. Oh my God. And like, I'm watching this for 10 minutes. I'm not even joking. And the hail was hitting the window, you know, uh, of the house. And I'm like, oh my God. And then after like 10 minutes, uh, I realized the sunroof of my car is open. I swear to God, if you could see the look on my face, it was horror, <laughs> horror. I can't even express. I, I like run outside. I'm, I'm like soaking wet. I get in the car. It's soaking wet. I sat on the seat. I swear to you, the wetness went from my butt all the way to my hair because that's how much the seats were wet. And I like, I get the car started. I put the, you know, the, the sunroof closed. I go inside. Finally, like no joke, two minutes later, the sun comes out. I swear to God. And I now get a shot back and I'm sucking this up. And like, I can't even tell you, it was like, <laughs> I, I can't even express to you what happened. And then for three days, I had this like, Chris put these like bags in the car and it like smelled so bad oh, that no. I was in the car choking. Like, and then I just threw them out the, the window on like, um, I think the Throg's neck. Like, I'm not even sure. I just threw them out the window. Oh, no. The Cross Island Parkway. I couldn't take it anymore. I thought I was going to die. Okay. So now we forward it to six months later. And all these lights are going on in my car. And nobody can figure it out. And then finally, I bring it. Oh, my God. <laughs> to my. Okay. To, uh, no joke. I, I'm really. I'm giving them a shout out right now. Because okay. I have to tell you. m and J's. In Ronkonkoma is <laughs> okay. M and J's in Ronkonkoma is amazing, and he says to me, Anne there's mold in your seats." And I said, "Honey, what are you talking about?" And from under the seats, there's corrosion. Okay, and the wires that goes all the way up to the computer. I guess when the water sunk, okay, sunk under, it corroded the wires, okay? And it went finally all the way up to the computer and it rotted the computer out. And not only do they have to change the computer because he was like, he knew the computer had to go, but he wanted to know why the computer had shorted out. So that's how it led him to under the seats, okay, of the car. And here's the kicker, okay? The kicker was Chris was saying this the whole goddamn time. And I just didn't want it to be true, okay, because he was saying it. And it was true. And I finally had to make the call today and say, 
I don't want to hear that you're right because I swear to God to you, I will rip your tongue out of your mouth. And he said, I told you so, and I wanted to kill him. So basically, this was said. Babe, you're right. Mm -hmm. Babe, you're right. Oh, my God. Babe, you're right. Oh, my God. Babe, you're right. Babe, there we go. You're right. I, I, I literally rather sleep in the Amityville Horror House than to have heard that today. Babe, it was horrible. You're right. Babe, you're right. Oh, my God. Where's Chris? Is Chris home yet? <laughs> he, he is home. Oh, he is home. Yeah. All right, Amber, you got to get Chris on the line here. Bring him into the, to the microphone. Bring him up here and let get him to tell us his, his side of the story. Chris, are you there? Chris, Hello. what is going on? How you doing? Welcome to our show. Uh, good to be here. How you doing? Okay. So we were talking about Amory having her car problems and, uh, you know, something about a flood and all that stuff. And you've been saying for months, uh, you know, that the, that this flood would cause like some sort of issues and all that stuff. What What is your version of this story? So what happened? Supposedly she had left the car parked in the parking lot with the sunroof open and a torrential downpour and had three or four inches of water in the car. Once that happens, it's over. <laughs> So basically, the cause, the cause, the cause ruined. The car, the cause ruled. I, you know what? Maybe she should run it through insurance and see what happens. But, uh, but basically, did you say that? Did she? She actually said to us a little while ago that Chris, you are right. The famous clip that I play on my show, babe, you're right. This one, you need one right now. You need one. I'm yes. going to dedicate that clip to you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to ISO it and I'll text it over to you just for you. So when you have an argument with her, you could throw it in her face saying, babe, you are right. <laughs> but yep. yeah, so yep. I appreciate that. Yep. Definitely do that. All right. So we, we were, since I got you on the line here, were you able to finally hear this fire alarm issue that you were having? I never heard it. It's been going on for months, obviously. I never heard it. Oh. I, I, people just walk around here. No, none of us ever heard it until you mentioned it. And then we kept hearing it and hearing it. So just now, like 10 minutes ago, before you guys started, I jumped up on a chair and I yanked the battery out. <laughs> 10 minutes. And, and we did our show about a week ago and you've... I'd, what what if the yeah. fire alarm was really going off in the middle of the night? Uh, you know, like there's a fire in the kitchen and there aren't things going beep, 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 beep. Were you able to hear that, you think? I I don't really take that one seriously because I have other ones that I change the batteries all the time. Okay. That's the one that came with the house. So I put up my own. So I listened to mine. You know, I got the CO2 and the fire one. Right, right. So th well, those, as soon as they beep, I change the batteries right away. But well, this one here, I, like I said, I didn't even know it had a battery. <laughs> the listeners and myself, thank you, because I've been hearing this thing for like three, four weeks, and finally Emery uh, said, oh, it is the fire alarm. Well, duh. <laughs> and then and then, yeah. <laughs> then she says on the show, I, I, she says on the show, I think she wanted- I thought it was the bird. <laughs> the bird. <laughs> that is hilarious, a bird. I knew, I knew it, I knew yeah, it. I knew it was the fire alarm because I we were talked about fire alarms in my house and all that stuff. And I physically got out of bed one one morning, like two 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 one two o'clock in the morning. Got on the ladder, took the batteries out at two of them because I didn't know which fire alarm it was. So, and then I think it was something hilarious, but you felt kind of bad. So Amory said that uh, you called me a stupid radio boy. You were thanking me. Now you're gonna hear this. <laughs> I Absolutely was, not, no. <laughs> and Amory texted me like, No, no, no. Oh, my God. 
exactly how she said, oh my God, I didn't call, he, just, 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 <laughs> I don't know what to say, but uh, yeah, what happened? No, no, what happened was when you, I was goofing around, like mock sarcasm a little bit. Yeah. Like now all of a sudden that you mentioned that, that I'm going to hear that beeping all the time. So I was just goofing around and then I, and I walked away. And then later on when I was listening to the show with her, she, she, you guys were going, oh, what did Chris call me? And he goes, oh, I don't know. The phone's ringing. Uh, stupid uh, radio boy. And I went, <laughs> I went, I, I didn't say that. I go, why are you saying that? And I go, you better call him and apologize. It was like midnight or something like that. Amory, I thought it was the funniest thing, stupid radio boy. But Amory wanted to call me like at midnight or something like that. <laughs> like I was probably fast asleep and all that. But no, 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 yeah, no offense yeah, taken. Because I told it, I told her to. <laughs> no, man. Cause I, I, because I, I felt bad. I, I was like, I never said that. I sound like a jerk. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> no, no, I would never say that. I just was goofing around. Like I said, I was like, I was like, thanks, radio boy. Now I'm going to hear that thing all day long, all night long. And, no, so I was just goofing around. and then she she added words to your mouth. That's what she did. Stupid. Yeah. Just well, to make it sound not good. The <laughs> not the first time. It's all good, Chris. It's all good, Chris. Well, good having you on the show. I just want to get your side of the story. Right. And I will send you the ISO Amory saying, babe, you are right. You got it. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. So that's funny. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's a comedian. Uh, well, you know what? That's good. That's what we need for the show. That's what we need. But yes. A babe, real comedian. Babe, you are right. I told him I'm going to ISO what you said, and I'm going to send it over to him, and he's going to have it in his phone for safekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Do we have any final words before we shut down? Hey, right, guys. So I got a meeting uh, real quick. So um, I'm going to get right back with you guys. All right, very good, Bax. If we don't talk to you, we'll uh, catch you next time. All right. I love you, Bax. Bye. Bye. Yes, 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 yes. I'll be safe. Okay, see ya. Well, I don't know. All I have to say is, I guess the last thing is that I think I do now have, I think it's called PTSD from the potholes on the Long Island Expressway. I think that would be my last words because now, even if I see maybe just the teeniest, tiniest little pothole, I start panicking and start swerving my car because that is what these potholes have done to me on the Long Island Expressway. They are so traumatizing. Ah, oh, man, that's just, is it, the Long Island Expressway, all major roads, you think they would actually like patch those holes up. Uh, no, what they did was, is they tried patching some of them. And then when we had the snowstorm again and they plowed, they actually reopened them and then dug them even deeper. Yeah, wonderful. So, yeah. Uh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, maybe maybe this time next yeah. month you'll be driving a newer car. So hopefully your car situation will be, uh, be taken care of. And what was the name of the auto mechanic uh, shop that run Ronkonkoma? So it is M&J's uh, Auto, and that is uh, in Ronkonkoma. And that is on Ronkonkoma Avenue. Ronkonkoma Avenue. Okay, well, good. And apparently, I guess yes. uh, the owner's name is uh, Joe, right? Uh, Joe and actually Joe and Mike. They're, uh, it's, it's a son and um, a father duo over there. Gotcha. Okay, well, if you need your, if you're in the Ronkonkoma area, yeah. please go to get, get your car fixed over at that uh, shop. Yes. Giving him a free plug Auto here. Repair shop. If you want to sponsor the, our show, yeah, you know, please, uh, you know. I'll pay PayPal, PayPal the money over to me. <laughs> but, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> all right, let's uh, wind down. Back's already left for the uh, the evening, and uh, and we're, that's it. Well, it was a good show here. We uh, covered a bunch of topics, and uh, 
We'll just close it out with here with uh, Bax's song that he wrote for the show here. All right. Don't forget about our Facebook page. Search for us on Facebook. I can relate to that. Give a like. Just browse about. I post a few things here and there. Amory, you got to get going on it. Got to get going on it. Got to post stuff on that Facebook page. I know. And we're also on Twitter. We don't (laughs) talk about Twitter very much. It's all AJ and Bax. We We haven't changed it yet, but AJ and Bax on Twitter. And we're on all major platforms, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and much, much, much more. And we're still in the works of getting the other podcast, uh, the other platform up and running. So, all right, Fran Drescher, you're checking out. You're not checking in anymore. Hello, I'm Fran Drescher. I'm checking in. Love you guys. <laughs> all right. Have a good all one. Right. We'll talk to you later. You too. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.